Hello, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. So I'm talking right now about different reasons why people might not want to pray in public. There's many, many reasons always. And so the one I wanted to address today is that sense of unexpectedly being overtaken by emotion. And especially in Western cultures, this is quite awkward. (laughs) So I think, you know, as I've been recording these, I'm a little bit surprised sometimes, first of all, that I just kind of chuckle in the middle of what I'm saying. I am not necessarily planning that. That's, it just wells up and comes out. But then also, almost every time I go to pray, I start crying. And that's not, I'm not putting that on. I'm really not a like overly emotive person in normal life, but there is something in prayer where it, (laughs) the tears just come on me. And so I wanted to actually talk about this for a little while because this was one of the first things that Bob Perry taught me when he started mentoring me. And I felt that this was so helpful. So probably in maybe 2018, 2019, I realized that there were times where I would feel almost like overstuffed emotionally. It was almost like I was pregnant with emotions and I needed to birth them. And so what I would do is I would put a, I would grab a CD um, and I would go sit in my car because my car was old enough that it had a CD player. And I would put a track on that I, I knew which one it was and I would listen to it on repeat. And almost as soon as the music started playing, I would weep and I would weep and I would weep. And, you know, some of the tracks I would listen to are pretty short. So I might listen to it like seven times or something, maybe between 10 and 15 minutes. And, uh, and then all of a sudden I'd be like, oh, okay, I'm better now. And, you know, normally if I'm crying in the natural over something that's upset me, you know, there's kind of that post crying, like, okay, I'm fine now. I'm getting there. And you kind of like, you have to breathe kind of funny for a little while. And your face is kind of puffy. And uh, maybe my face would still be puffy after these like incredible crying jags that I would go on. But this was really like a faucet turning on and off. And it kind of made me feel a little bit bipolar. Like, here's Amy. She's going along and she's happy. And now here's Amy and she's sobbing. And now here's Amy. She's going along and she's happy. Like there was maybe like two seconds in between these different emotional states. And so that was kind of disconcerting. And, you know, it's not really one of those things that you're wanting to ask all of your friends about. Like, hey. I was just wondering, um, do you ever start just weeping, but then like stop really fast and you kind of don't really know why, because that makes you sound a little bit like you're crazy. And so, um, happily around the time that I was really starting to wrestle with like, am I actually insane? Um, one of my college mentors called kind of out of the blue, he had a different question and I was like, oh my goodness, can I just ask you a few questions about prayer? And so one of the things that he said was that when you, have that sense of a need to cry. The reason is because you're carrying the father heart of God and that is grieving over something. You might not even know what it is, but you're carrying that heart. And, you know, around that time, I listened to a different um, lecture series or training um, by Judith McNutt, who runs Christian Healing Ministries out of Jacksonville, Florida, a beautiful organization, beautiful person. And she talked about how at one point they had done a healing crusade some decades ago. And Um, The pastor who had invited them had this profound encounter with the Lord during that time. And he called them a couple weeks later and he was like, um, I don't know how to say this, but I drive, oh, this is so beautiful. 
I drive my community and I just weep. Wherever I go, I just weep. And uh, they said, oh, like, we're sorry on the one hand, because that does make it hard to drive safely. Um, and because having, carrying that amount of grief is not like fun in the way that, you know, cheering for your favorite football team when they win is fun. But that sense of like, you're carrying the father's heart in such a new and beautiful way. That's beautiful. So, okay. So we can say, all right, crying during prayer is maybe not the end of the world. But the problem is not everybody has that particular gift. That really is a gift, the gift of tears. And so if you don't have the gift of tears, um, you look at somebody who just starts weeping in prayer and think, huh, that's kind of odd. (laughs) And from one perspective, it is. But from the perspective of like, oh, you're carrying the Father's heart, that's actually very beautiful. And so I think there's an element of education to say, if you're an intercessor, if you're somebody who's really called to pray, it's actually fine if you cry. In fact, um, when Bob Perry and I host prayer calls, it is one of our delights when people cry because it's it's so um, it's not put on. It just is. It it like almost overtakes someone, and that's just like they're carrying then the Father's heart in a new way, and so there's no. Um, I think I want to just release you to actually feel what you feel. And the reality is it's not like only tears are the right emotion because, you know, it was so interesting to me. Um, One of the letters in Hebrew, the letter um, pronounced sin or sheen, um, it means destroyer, which we normally think of that as um, the, the work of the enemy, right? That the enemy is the one who comes to steal, kill and destroy. Except it says of Jesus that he came to destroy the work of the enemy. And if you read something like Psalm 94, this is a really, really angry psalm. I mean, the psalmist, not only does he call everybody fools, which, you know, when you first read that, you're kind of like, I'm not sure I can actually read this psalm out loud. I'm pretty sure that Jesus had some pretty harsh things to say about those who called other people fools. Like, I don't know about this, but it's like very angry. You know, you are such a fool. You think that the God who created the eye doesn't see? You think the God who created the ear doesn't hear? Are you actually that stupid? Is it possible? And so there's this element of like, there are things on this earth that ought not be. And then, so there's like that anger that rises up, but that's a righteous anger. And it's actually okay to move into that in your prayers. And then sometimes it's just like, oh my goodness, Jesus, you're so amazing. And then you just kind of start laughing because of the goodness of God. And then maybe you start crying because you're like, why doesn't everybody feel this? And it's, that's all beautiful. (laughs) It's all beautiful. You get to have whatever emotion you have while you're praying, because that's actually just all of that is part of who Jesus is. When you look at him in the pages of the New Testament, he's not this like really stoic figure that's like, excuse me, if only we could put our emotions to death, that would actually be better. No, he's like a very um, emotional Middle Eastern man. Okay. Like he gets a little bit salty with the disciples when they're being a little bit silly. He gets pretty angry with people who are trying to hold others in bondage. It says he was anointed with the oil of joy above his peers. So he was clearly very comfortable being happy. He snorted with anger and with rage at the tomb of Lazarus. So he was super angry about death. And 
then you think about him weeping with Mary and Martha over Lazarus's death. I mean, he's experiencing the full range of emotion. And so when you experience that in prayer, you are actually also just expressing the father heart of God. And so I'm just going to pray right now for release of your emotions. So if you're not yet in a place where you want your emotions released, (laughs) maybe just stop listening right now. So Lord God, I am asking that you would give us your emotions, that you would put your heart in us. Lord Jesus, thank you that you had the example of being so beautiful in that you expressed all of the emotions that we feel and that you did it with with holiness and with perfection. And so Lord, we wanna be like you in every way. And so if part of what that means is that we come and we're more emotional in prayer than we are in our daily life, then we say, okay, we receive that. And we thank you that you are the one who guides and directs and that you say that you're the one who teaches us. So we're asking, Lord, that you would teach us. Teach us to pray as the disciples asked. Teach us to pray. We want to pray your way in the name of Jesus. Amen.